This is Ahmed Shima, and welcome back to the Forgettables podcast. If you're new here on this podcast, myself and Rafi Husseini are really just trying to get better at the art of podcasting. We have a discussion every day. Usually it involves the art of podcasting. Sometimes it'll be other stuff. Uh, Rafi is the co-host of the 2325 Fitness Podcast. Myself, Ahmed Shima, I am a co-host of the Branding Deep Dive Podcast and the Podcast Kings. Uh, so thank you for joining. Let's get right into it. Rafi, I know today you wanted to talk about some podcast fails that you had. So uh, why don't you kick us off? I was just checking my water. <clears throat> We're really glad to have you guys with us today on this episode. Let's uh, hold on. Let's, let's pause there. I think that's like the first fail. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, team already did the intro. I don't know why I'm doing it, but. So, no, no, not I, that. Like, I, I like signaled you in. And then you're, oh, I guess yeah. you're and I was, I was drinking water. water. I was drinking water. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, see, that's one of the fails, guys. So first, first tip, always be prepared. You know, always have everything done. And I'm not embarrassed to say this, but if you have to control your pee before you go to the bathroom, you do that before the podcast starts. Or you either either you do it before you either you relieve yourself, go to the bathroom before, or you're stuck with holding it in and your mind is gonna go in like a bunch of different places. You're not gonna be able to focus. That's tip one, you know, drink your water, prepare yourself before the podcast even starts and know when your cue is. Now, another thing that I've seen in my podcast, I recently, for example, the one of the episodes that I recorded today, I had the, the guest, I had him pinned on my Zoom. And I didn't realize because when uh, I didn't realize that, that when it converts to video, like the recording, you can only see him. So when I was recording it, I could see myself, Talha and the guest. But when I upload the recording on the drive, uh, now I only see the guests and me and Tal are just in the background. So <laughs> I'm glad that we don't focus much on the video aspect of this podcast. But if you are someone that is focusing on the video aspect as well and want you know the best content out there when it comes to your video and audio, then make sure that you are covering all the ends of your recording. You know, check your mic, check your screens. Uh, make sure that you guys are all in there if that's what you want. If you want only the guests, then of course you pin the pin the tab and have the guests on. Another one of the fields that I had was the first episode that I recorded with the guest. It was my hold friend on, Thompson. hold on, Ruffy. Yeah, uh, let me just touch on that a little bit yeah, before you get ahead. to the next fill. So, when you talk about pinning, uh, I want to make it clear that you are using Zoom and you were pinning in Zoom. Right. So there's other podcast uh, recording software out there as well. Uh, and so one of the benefits of like a Riverside or Iris, for example, is that um, you get the raw audio and video file of each party individually separately and you get the composite recording. So in Zoom, you only get the composite recording. You get right. everything combined. And that's where uh, in the edit, like if something like silly happens, it's really tough to fix that stuff. So I just wanted to make that clear. Another way to avoid that. So number one, if you're using Zoom, just make sure you're double check your settings. And uh, I, I prefer to just shoot in gallery mode. Um, if I'm recording to desktop, what I normally do is this, I record to cloud. And then if you record to cloud, it'll record all the different variations. And then I download all the variations and then I you know, uh, upload to my hard drive. Uh, all, so I, it exports split screen. It exports the just the single person view, uh, and it'll give you the audio uh, and everything. So 
Uh, that's another pro tip. And so if you're using the lowest tier of Zoom, you only have a limited amount of space in your cloud. So what you got to do is this, you record the cloud and then immediately you download those files, all like four or five of those files, and then you delete it from the cloud. And then you can just save that locally, wherever that is. And if you need to upload it somewhere else, you can do that. So um, that's usually another way to kind of save your uh, podcast is that you, you don't just record to uh, your computer. Because if you're just recording to computer, it'll just record what you're like the settings you have on your setup. That's a learning point for me as well. Thank you. I didn't, I didn't know that I'm going to start doing that. Another learning point for me was never experiment anything for the first time with the guest. That's my, that was my first time trying to see what this, what this pinning does in the recording. And uh, we saw how that turned <laughs> out. So always with you and your co-host or do like a trial run to see how things are before you get on to the actual podcast, even while you're recording or with the guest. Yeah, um, and I think... To touch on that, that's one of the pros of having a co-host is that you can like test out a lot of things that you would normally have to do. You would normally need another person on. You can just do it with your co-host. Um, and if you're just like a solo person that has guests on, it's a little bit tougher to do that. So uh, another pro of having a co-host, I guess. Yeah, Go ahead. Definitely helpful. You can practice uh, with the co-host any of these fails that you want to avoid. A second thing as I was mentioning was when I first recorded my first episode with a guest, and you know, we, we, me and Ahmachima, you know, we're, we're, we're always working on a budget. So I didn't have, I didn't have the paid version of Zoom. And I didn't know that if it's more than two people, Zoom ends in 45 minutes. Cause me and Talha, when we were recording, we would record like an hour without having any issues on the free version. And we were like, okay, cool. But then when I first got the guest on, I didn't know this. And when it hit the 40 minute mark, we got a notification saying that, oh, this Zoom's gonna end in about 10 minutes i was like what the heck and then i was like okay i told my friend i was like hey let me pause this and it was a good thing because he was my friend so i could be a little bit more casual with him and you know it wasn't like awkward as much so i was like hey let me pause this i'm gonna send you another zoom link which is an additional 45 minutes so tip number two for doing a podcast whatever podcast you're doing you i'm assuming it's iris riverside or zoom your free version is only going to have a limited amount of time for a limited number of people. So if you decide to take this journey and band it into more than just two, three people and for a really, really long time, then I suggest that you first purchase the basics. That way you have some idea of how much work and how much time you're going to put into it. And once you see you're growing, then of course you can expand into it, but it's definitely, definitely helpful to have that basic version, the paid, the paid version, uh, to avoid these kind of uh, these kind of uh, issues or these kind of uh, I would say uh, blunders during the recording. Yeah, that's a good point. You never want to you never want to bring on a guest and then have that happen, right? So uh, always invest in your equipment or whatever it may be before uh, you bring on guests. So if you're roughing it out, you're scrapping it like just do it you and your co-host right like for example this podcast we're not investing heavily in anything really but if we were to start bringing on guests we would not want them to have a bad experience so we would invest the time and money up front to make sure it's properly running smooth the other thing i will say a couple things i'm going to add to that is that number one like i already mentioned number one which is don't cheap out when you're bringing guests on right number two is that if you are on a budget don't feel like you have to pay, right? So uh, if you're recording virtually, 
then what you can do is literally like you can just do like a FaceTime or like a Skype call and just record, have the person record on their phone as well. You know what I mean? Like there's options you can work around uh, to actually make it happen. Of course, it won't be as easy. It's going to be a little bit more work, but that's what you pay the money for, for these software, right? It, it eases that whole process. It takes the friction away. The other thing is if you're doing it in person, it's even easier. All you need is like a phone. Like you probably need two phones, right? One to record the audio and one to record the video if you're doing video podcast, right? But that's it. Like you just set it up. You guys can talk, have a discussion. Uh, and then at the end, just cut it together, edit it, put it up, right? You don't really have to invest too much money in anything. Like you probably have an extra phone lying around or you can just have the, you know, your friend, like bring him on as a co-host and have two uh uh, phones recording right so there's creative ways i think the, the point that i want to drive home here is like creativity is about working with the constraints you have to come up with the best solution mm-hmm. right so if you if budget is a limiting factor for you that doesn't mean we compromise on quality you have to figure it you have to figure out how can we work around this how can we put in the best effort do our research create workarounds and solutions to give a good product regardless of the budget. So when someone's listening, they can't tell that we don't have a budget. It sounds like, or it looks like, you know, these guys are probably putting in a lot of money into this podcast, but uh, the reality is we aren't right. And so there's, there's ways to get around that. You just have to be creative and you have to be willing to put in the time and effort. Right. No, absolutely. And it's a very good point that you bring that up because I mean, when it comes to money and budget, people just, and start freaking out it's like how do i do this but like you mentioned you know there's always a makeshift way where everyone starts from uh guy raz uh, i remember that one video where he made his closet into his podcasting studio so it's just, it was just a video to show that you know you can literally use anything in your house and if you want to start it you can without worrying much about the money and yeah for some context of- for some context for the audience guy raz is the host of how I built this. He's a host of a bunch of other podcasts. He was an NPR guy, um, like a professional podcaster, right? Like this guy gets paid for his voice and interviewing people and that kind of thing. Like he's doing this legit. And when California, the, the fires started happening and people started moving to Las Vegas, his family was one of the families that moved to Las Vegas. And in his Las Vegas home that he was in, he didn't have the studio. And so what he did was he just took a closet, put a couple of foam pads, uh, and kind of just explain how you can really get good audio wherever you are. Well, definitely, definitely. That's uh, that's um, that's that's really how. It's it's a good thing that he did that because like it's a good thing that you give the context because even though he is big, it's just the idea that anyone can begin. You know, it's don't don't worry about it. It doesn't have to be perfect, but that doesn't mean that you know you just effortlessly do it you know you have to put some effort into it so definitely uh, that's a good thing to keep in mind now to bring my third and the final fail which of course because we just started the journey this is just some of the fails i'm hoping that we do have more fails that are not bad that i can learn from and when they do we'll, we'll do probably a series on podcast fails but the third fail and the final fail that uh i have experienced is that sometimes my guests when they come on if they don't have like a podcast or like a interview experience or as such, they'll just start talking, thinking that it's recording already before I even give them the cue. It happened with one of my guests and 
he was just talking, he was just talking, we were just having a casual conversation, which was related to the topic, but he was just talking, talking, talking. And it had been like, I think five minutes since he was talking. I was like, okay, you ready to begin? And he's like, what? I thought we already started. And I was like, no, I mean, we did, but we didn't really, you know, we were in recording. And the same thing when I had another guest, he was like, oh, this is like, this is not live, right? Like, you know, when you're talking, we're going to start. I was like, yeah, we're, I'm going to give you a cue and then uh, you can go from there. So I think the learning tip in that scenario would be that always give out the cue first or let the guests know that we'll start whenever you're ready rather than just continuing the conversation and probably making them think that, oh, this is already live and recording. That way it saves you the time uh, of, you know, uh, when to stop them or when to cut them off. And it also helps you to be prepared by letting them know, hey, we're about to get into this right now. So that way you're both mentally prepared for the entire episode. Yeah, one thing I'll add on to that is um, it's really important that you give the guest the expectations in advance, right? What we do on our podcast is we will have a pre-phone call um, beforehand and we will explain the whole format of how we do things what the purpose is, who we're trying to provide value for, what lens that we're looking at your story from, your business or whatever it may be. And we really kind of give them insight into what value we're trying to get out of that person, right? Like, for example, um, we wanted to invite one of our friends that owns a mechanic shop. And so we wanted, like the phone call I had with him was like, look, you've done a good job positioning yourself as a, essentially like a luxury mechanic, right? And I want to, understand how in this space where usually you don't think of luxury when you think of mechanics, right? You usually think the opposite. How did you do that, right? And how can businesses that are in other spaces where it may be a little bit tough to establish that luxury brand, how can they learn from what you did, right? And so giving him that context allows him to actually mentally start thinking about that stuff so that when he comes on the podcast, he's already thinking about this stuff and he already knows which direction we want the conversation to go into. And the other thing is uh, we had a guest and we didn't do a good job when we first had him on of explaining that. And so what he was doing is similar to like what you were saying is he just started talking, talking, talking. And he thought like, he started asking us questions and stuff like that. I'm like, in my head, I'm thinking, dude, like you're not here to ask us questions. This is not a discussion. Like the purpose of this podcast is very specific, right? Like this podcast is branding deep dive. It's about branding. And we want to take lessons of branding and, and different brands and what they're doing well. It's not about just having a discussion, like, what do you guys think about this? What do you, it's not about that, right? It's not one of those podcasts. Like, he was thinking he's coming on, it's going to be like a Joe Rogan type thing where they just talk about whatever for two hours. Uh, after the fact, I told him, I was like, dude, that is not what we were going for. It was a good discussion, but, you know, that's not the purpose of our podcast. And so next time when we had him on, he actually understood that. Uh, and he was able to kind of formulate his answers and not ask us questions and try to keep the conversation going, but actually just provide as much value as possible. So uh, again, uh, I will just emphasize the point that prepping your guest and letting them know how the process works is really important part of the process. One thing I've been thinking about is like, it's essentially like an onboarding process, right? So when you get hired into a company, right, they have certain expectations or certain things you got to learn, uh, and then you can do your job, right? So I think we need to start doing like an onboarding process, whether that's like an email, an introduction to email that gives you the format or everything, or maybe like a series of videos, like, hey, you've been invited to this podcast. Uh, this is what you can expect. Uh, like 
Murphy, let me know what you think, but those, that's where my head's going. That's where my head's at right now. Like, how can we make this process seamless for uh, our guests without taking too much of our time every single time as well? Because if I have to do an introductory call every single time, that's, you know, in addition to the podcast, that's like another hour I got to talk to them. And that's not really sustainable in the long run. So if I can just have like a series of videos that's automated, like, hey, 10, 10 days before the podcast, you're going to get this video, two days before you're going to get this, and it'll really prep you for actually being on the podcast. I think that'll be a, a good move. No, I think that's a good point that you touched, but I think one thing what we need to really uh, touch on for the guests and we can wrap up probably after this is that maybe you can shed some light on this, that like for you and I, for some of these people, we're able to like access them through email or like, you know, get on a phone call, their schedules allowing them to be in touch with us. But how are people who are let's say super busy and they just want to come record and walk out? How can, uh, how can someone get in touch with them on a regular basis you know like first they gotta get in touch with them to schedule and then they gotta get in touch with them pre-podcast you know so i think you can touch uh, upon on this uh, and then i'll add on to that uh a lot add on to that so like how what are some ways that they can you know prep their guests without taking much of the time yeah here's what i'll say um you want to get those type of people you know what i mean like the more people you have that are like super busy and they just want to come and do their thing. That generally means uh, I'm, I'm going to generalize here. It generally means that, you know, they have a lot going on. And if they have a lot going on, that means that, you know, they probably have a lot to offer. You know what I mean? Like someone that's doing a lot in life is going to have more experiences that they can draw from. So I think first step is that like, understand that because just because they have that mentality, that's not a bad thing. That's generally actually a, a better thing for you. If they have a lot of time, they can do whatever. It's kind of like a bad sign. Like, oh, maybe this guy is just like not really doing anything. You know what I mean? So I just want to clear that up real quick. Second thing is you can talk to them and find out what works for them. You can and like, for example, if you're talking to someone that is already big in this space and is already doing stuff like that, you don't need to spend a lot of time in that introductory call. You know what I mean? Like, they'll already know what the cadence is. Now, if someone's doing this for the first time, you do have to spend a little bit of time explaining how it's going to be, what it's going to look like, all that stuff. And you can work with them to figure out when that'll be best, right? So you can either do a phone call whenever, like a week before, whatever works for you and them, or like you did, you can just do it right before you actually start recording. It doesn't necessarily have to be a, a phone call that's like a day or, or a week in advance. It can be the day of, like right before you actually hit record. Um, and, and that's, that's what I'll say. Like, so number one is that understand that if they're busy, that's a good thing. Uh, and number two is that um, like uh, you have to give them context. You, you have to make sure you give them the context. When you give them that context, the earlier, the better, but uh, it can be up to as late as right before the podcast. Uh, what are your thoughts? Yeah. So I think that's what I was going to get into is like how we do is like, we always, run run down like a couple of questions with our guests and if they uh say everything's okay we go forward with it if not you know they sometimes get back to us even though it might be a couple of days but they'll be like hey uh this is what i'm not doing right now so if we can talk about this topic instead that would be better so just an idea like if you if you know that the person is busy and if you know that they're not going to be able to you know get back to you you get back to you that often one of the best ways that I would say is like incorporate an email if that's your mode of communication or text 
or a text message, whatever it may be, but incorporate a lot of, like make that information packed email or text. So that way, when they get it that one time before the podcast or before you guys find out anything, they know exactly what is asked of them, what is needed. And if they're okay with it, then of course, they'll let, you know, if they're not, then I'm pretty sure that they will make some effort to make sure uh, some effort to let you know that this is what's not okay and can we do it this way, you know? But from your end as a host, I would say that try to give them as much information as possible, assuming that that will be the only moment or only time you get to communicate with them before the podcast. Yeah, one, one more thing that I'll quickly touch on is like the company that I work for has a big writing culture. Um, every project you do has to like you have to explain everything in writing before you get any approvals. Right. Uh, and there's a lot of benefits to that. I'm not going to get into that right here. But the point I want to make is that like they realize that time doesn't come from nowhere. Right. So they don't expect that when they write a paper, when we write like a six pager or something like that, that everyone's going to read it before the meeting. So what they do is if it's a six pager, they estimate that it usually takes about 30 minutes for people to get through that, take notes and write down comments. So they'll schedule an hour meeting and 30 minutes of that is literally everyone in the room is just reading the paper. They're taking notes, they're writing on the paper. And then after that, they have the discussion. So you can do the same thing. Uh, and I'm not saying like you write down a piece of paper or whatever, but what I'm saying is you can give them the context and schedule that into your time of the podcast. Right. And so if you normally like, let's say if you want to record for an hour and you want to give them context for 15 minutes, schedule the person for an hour and 15 minutes, spend that first 15 minutes giving them the context and then get into it. If you give them the context, your discussion will be more focused and the value you provide your audience will be much greater. Unless you're doing an entertainment podcast where you're just having like a funny discussion, then you can kind of go wherever. But if it's about a purpose, giving them that context is really important. Um, and that is all I had for today. Uh, Rafi, is there anything else you want to touch on before we kind of close up? Nope, we can wrap it up. All right, everyone. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Um, I, I will say that this podcast has been growing at an exponentially faster rate than a lot of our other podcasts, and we haven't been putting nearly as much effort into it. So I, I do want to make a point here to thank you guys for listening. Like, really, really appreciate you guys. Uh, I, I don't know you guys personally, uh, but I, I do feel a, a deep sense of gratitude for everyone that listens to this. So thank you the, so much. What are your numbers at right now, Shima? Uh, let's not get into numbers right now on well, the like, podcast. Just because like, I'm just trying to see, I'm just trying to like let people know and like, I'm genuinely like want to probably thank them as well because we should, yeah, we should do that. You know, we should do that tomorrow. Like, like, like the growth is is really good. You know, I was like, because I'm just comparing to our podcast and see, like, seeing like how the numbers are like rising on this one in like what? Two yeah, weeks? let's let's discuss that tomorrow. All right, right. We'll do do a full episode on it. Like we'll actually go into numbers and, and that kind of thing. Right. It'll become kind of long, and I know we both gotta uh, we gotta handle our business, so I don't want to elongate this more than it needs to be. But thank you guys. The point is, we're trying to thank you guys for supporting this journey. Um, again. However you found this, like, please let us know. I'm really interested to know. Uh, and I'll drop my email again in the, uh, the show notes. So thank you guys again. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Rafi, anything else? Thank you. Thank you so much. No, you're good. All right. We'll see you guys next time.